Welcome back to Knocked Up the Podcast with Raylia Lou from Women's Health Melbourne. Hi, Raylia. Hi. You're going to have to introduce today's topic because I can't say it. <laughs> so today we're talking about adenomyosis. Adenomyosis. No. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all laughed enough with me trying to say laparoscopic surgery a few weeks ago. So that was a pretty good attempt then. Like just there, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll be good in a few more weeks. What? <laughs> okay, what is this? So, ad- How do you spell it? A-D-E-N-O-M-Y-O-S-I-S. Adenomyosis. Okay. So, there's Latin involved. Well... Anything that has adeno in the beginning, it's talking about glands. Okay. And myo means muscle. Okay. So adenomyosis is talking about a process where the uterine lining of glands grows inside the muscle. Okay. So it's a pathology. It's a problem. So that shouldn't happen? It shouldn't happen. It shouldn't happen. So what it is is it's basically the presence of glandular tissue from the endometrium, which is the lining of the uterus, um, which lines the uterine cavity and sheds when you have your period, that grows into the muscle of the uterus and it can form things like cysts, um, fluid-filled cysts underneath the endometrium Mm -hmm. and it can cause thickening of the muscle and inflammation of the muscle and often it's more one side of the uterus than the other. It can deform the shape of the uterus and it can make it... I mean, one of the classical features is that it's reported as a globular shape, like a globe, yeah. like a you know, like an old-fashioned light globe where it's kind of more round and then narrow. And um, adenomyosis, it's not a great thing to have, but there's also only some things that can be done about it because it's really affecting the structure of the uterus and you can't remove it like you can, say, for example, a fibroid because it's not discrete, it's not a discrete area, it's kind of diffuse. So adenomyosis can make periods quite heavy and sometimes painful. And we notice that in women who have adenomyosis that there's a reduced natural fertility and also a reduced IVF implantation success rate. And one thing we can do for women who have adenomyosis is this can be improved by turning off the menstrual cycle. So... It's um, it's a process that's worsened by every, cons- month. every month when you have your period. So if you turn off the menstrual cycle, so-called long down regulation, prolonged long down regulation of the cycle, that can improve pregnancy rates for women who have adenomyosis. And so one thing I'll often do is use a drug called Zolidex, which is a, a long-acting, what we call GnRH agonist, which is a drug that turns off the central hormones that talk to the ovaries from the brain. So it's like almost like a chemical mini menopause. Okay. So it just turns off your cycles for a while, but centrally. Yes. And um, it's not something I do unless I'm... Definitely. Yeah, absolutely, because you bring on all the symptoms of menopause when you do this. Oh. So oh. you get a little bit of a flash so forward. Trading, so you're trading your period for menopause. Yeah. So, and, and how this is tolerated is variable woman to woman, but side effects can be things like hot flushes yes. and night sweats. Yep. Feeling low libido, feeling low mood, sleep disturbance, irritability, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. So it's not always easy, especially when you're going through fertility treatment to deal with all of those things. But really the only other um, alternative is surrogacy, which is when you use someone else's uterus to carry a baby. Carry a baby. So you could, could you be use your egg? 
Yeah, so you can. So your, your embryo. Yeah, and that's the same with any condition where the uterus itself is the reason for not being able to get pregnant. But again, adenomyosis, it ranges from mild to extreme. There are plenty of women around who have a little bit of adenomyosis who need not worry about surrogacy or anything even close and who get pregnant naturally and don't have problems. And how would they know they have it? Ultrasound. Okay. Or, well, usually the ultrasound's done because they've had really heavy periods. So that is... So or kind of, infertility. So the only symptoms that you'd really be aware of is, is very heavy periods. Heavy or very painful periods. Okay. Often more heavy than painful, to be honest. It is a bit of a cousin of endometriosis. Okay. So sometimes women who have adenomyosis are more likely to have some endometriosis. Because really what it is, it's a bit of a tendency for the wrong kind of tissues to grow where they shouldn't. Mm -hmm. And that's a common theme for adenomyosis and endometriosis. And fibroids. True. And you can, some people can think of adenomyosis as like almost a diffuse kind of fibroid, if you like. But so it's, rather than it being isolated to one spot, it's... Yeah. it's it sort of grows within... Yeah, it's not a discrete tumour. Yeah. It's not kind of a swirl in the muscle. Yeah, you can't just cut it yeah, out. Yeah, and you can't cut it out. But it's, it's a diffuse process that's not that dissimilar. So basically, if someone has mild adenomyosis and she's not trying to get pregnant, one thing to think about is protecting, it's protecting your uterus from um, progression of this. So it might be a reason to use something like the oral contraceptive pill. Mm -hmm. to stop it getting worse before you've had your family. Yeah. Um, it's not reversible. So once it happens... Once you've got it, yeah, only... You can kind of calm it down okay. with the long down regulation we were talking about before. Yeah. But it's it's not going to go away. So would it be something that once you've, you've had your family and you know you've had your family, is it something that you would look to... To try and treat? Yeah. I would usually manage... A woman in that scenario based on her symptoms and how much it's bothering her. So quite often using an IUD with progesterone on it can be really helpful mm -hmm. and um, that can often keep the lining thin and, and keep adeno adenomyosis at bay. Um, my main concern with adenomyosis is either for women seeking fertility where they're having trouble or for women who are having heavy periods that are kind of ruining their lives. And um, ultimately if medical therapies haven't worked and your family's complete, uh, a hysterectomy is, is the ultimate kind of management strategy in that scenario. And remembering that a hysterectomy is a pretty big deal. I was going to say. It's not and um, most women don't ideally want one. No, of course not. So if we can manage adenomyosis using medical strategies and hormonal strategies, eventually all women go through menopause. Yeah. So it's about kind of whether women can last the distance, I suppose. How those symptoms are affecting their lives and their health, um, yeah. And in terms of um, in terms of fertility, certainly the best strategy for adenomyosis is to turn off the cycles until you're ready to have a baby, and then after you've um, tried for a little while, if you're having trouble, consider a down regulation approach. Okay. Yeah, so short and sweet adenomyosis. Thank you for telling us about what it, what it is. <laughs> 
Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Knocked Up, the podcast about getting pregnant. For more information about Raylia, Women's Health Melbourne and how to get pregnant, please visit womenshealthmelbourne.com.au or find us on the socials under Women's Health Melbourne or you can send an email with any future episode requests to podcasts at womenshealthmelbourne.com.au. See you next week.